0: This is... This is... This is the Bottom Bins Podcast. Oh, yeah!
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Bottom Bins Extra. A uh, Bit of a different episode um, this week. Um, I got a lot of mes- uh, messages during the week um, about last week's top 15 summer transfers um, that we were thinking of putting together. So we just thought, look, we'll go away... Think of another content idea. Um, And three of us put our heads together and managed to come up with the top 15 free agents this summer. Um, Free agency is obviously something that people do tend to be interested in. People like to know um, who's about, whose contracts are coming up in the summer, and what that could mean for clubs. You know, obviously with free transfers, you don't need to go in and spend money on these players. It's just about getting contracts Mm -hmm. sorted. So we have narrowed it down to the top 15 best players this summer that are out of contract at their current clubs at the end of the summer and we for for this video idea we have just thought to ourselves we're looking at who they're most likely to go to i.e the clubs that they're possibly being linked with at the minute and then we're also looking at a club that we personally would like to see them play for um so oren do you want to kick us off then
0: yeah perfect yeah uh, so as you say connor we're looking Whenever we give our prediction for the club, we're we're looking to see where we think they would best fit in. So, folks at home, definitely get involved with us. Tell us if you agree with us. Tell us where you would like to see these particular players to go. Um, And we got all this information from Transfer Market. So, if there is players that, obviously, it's time sensitive this episode. So, there could be players by the time even this episode goes out who may sign new contracts or have already signed for clubs. Um, But as we are recording this, these players are all set for their contracts to expire. Um, ...on the 1st of July. So, the first player I've went for is uh, Indica from Frankfurt, um, the French centre-back. He's a left-footed centre-back. He's linked with Liverpool, City and uh, some other clubs in Europe. Um, so, look, he's, he's a young centre-back. He's only 23. Um, a lot of people might actually only know him from FIFA, to be honest. Yeah. Um, he's a very overpowered centre-back in FIFA every single year. Um, but apparently, he's he's a really, really good footballer. I can't say I've watched him personally much... Um, but look, top twenty percent of all center backs in the top five leagues for blocks and clearances, um, this year, and that that goes to show that he's he's a he's a top quality center back, and um, being a left-footed center back is quite rare as well. Um, so I think he fit in at any of them clubs that he's linked with. Um, the club that I personally think he's going to go to, or sorry, not the club that I think he's going to go to, I think the club he will go to is Liverpool, but the club I want to see him go to is Manchester United, and I know that is probably going to sound bad to the to the viewers at home, but United lack centre-backs at the minute. You can see the current situation that we're in, where we're having to play our best left back in Luke Shaw and centre-back, and yes, he's doing a fantastic job. Victor Lindelof has stepped up in the absence of Varane and Martinez, um, but I would personally say we need to sign two centre-backs. One being in Dicca on a free transfer. You can't go wrong. Left-footed centre-back. He's an understudy to Raphael Varane. He would do a fantastic job at Manchester United as a backup at the minute. And then potentially breaking his way into the first team. Much like Canate has done at Liverpool. Um, I would like to see us sign him and the likes of Kim min Jae from, from Napoli. Um, and other fantastic up-and-coming centre-back. Um, it's good to have... And a host of centre backs in your squad because once you do get the injuries, which is guaranteed to happen, you need quality replacements. And the in terms of United at the minute, we're relying on our best output at left back playing in centre half, which means we don't have as good an output in left back in Terrell Malacia or Diego Dallo as Ten Hag is preferred at the minute? Um. So yeah, the club I think he would do best in is Manchester United because I think we're also going to get rid of Harry Maguire. Um. And we just need options. We need options. I would love to see him at United, but I think he will go to Liverpool.
1: Yeah, I, do, I think he would be a very interesting option um, for whichever club decides to to take a punt on him. I think, like you said, Owen, he is probably most well known for his FIFA card. Yeah. Um, I think people from uh, last year, FIFA twenty two, will remember the the Frankfurt partnership of Nia and and mm. Um They were extremely overpowered um, in got the European League final
0: in real life as well. They
1: did um, so. He is a very um he is a modern centre back um, very comfortable on the ball, has a big physical presence about him, is a big strong guy, um, but is also very quick mm-hmm. um, as well, very comfortable with the ball at his feet, can play out through um can play out through the back. Um he was actually he did rank fourth in progressive in passing progressions in the Bundesliga as a centre back last season. Those numbers have dropped this year, but I think that is just because Frankfurt have been a bit poorer mm-hmm. than they were last season. Um again just a very exciting option but it, it it will be interesting to see where he goes mm. um i think city would be a good option for him uh, liverpool would also be a very good option for him as possibly a replacement for the likes of Matip. Mm-hmm. um it would be interesting to see him go there but again yeah look on a free transfer i would definitely want united to be sniffing in, in and around mm-hmm. um, a player like Indica.
2: definitely yeah definitely for man united it could be a good option because uh they obviously have Varane who's injury prone, as we know, and Maguire probably will leave this summer, so to have another centre back in is vital. And I also agree with you about the, the Napoli centre back. Mm-hmm. I think there's like some thing in his contract where it's like he only costs like twelve million or something for mm-hmm. like a month July or something, in the month of July. But yeah, we need a as you were saying, he can play he's very good on the ball, so ten hag system he'll fit into. Um, and then obviously he can develop, maybe he'll not just start straight away, but he, he can develop as a centre back. With Liverpool they do need centre backs mm-hmm. as well, like Matip is getting older and that's where the likelihood would be. The Dyke as well go. has been struggling as yeah. well. Joe so, Gomez is not good enough. Yeah, so they do need centre backs this summer, so they might go for him. Yeah. But as you're he's only what is twenty? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. So he'll definitely like, a load of suitors. Bundesliga yeah. is a decent league as well. Yeah. Um Matip came from the Bundesliga mm-hmm. and he has been actually he has been good for Liverpool. Yeah. Obviously he's just a bit older now and injury prone. But uh yeah, he he'll, he'll probably be coming to the Premier League. Yeah. Dormant, do you want to kick yeah, us off? with so number one, my first one is Teram uh, who plays for Brucia Muching Blackback. Mm-hmm. Um, I It's <laughs> a hard thing to say, Muching <laughs> Blackback, or yeah. Um, but he scored thirteen goals in twenty-eight games this season with five assists. He's a he, he is a top striker. They were looking to keep him on, but he's rejected their contract. Oh, right, okay. Um, his ten caps for France. He was in their World Cup squad. He got on in a few games, played well. Uh, he can play left wing or striker. And there's loads of clubs in from Arsenal, Inter Milan, mm-hmm. Man United, Chelsea. This one is hard to know where would he go. He's only 25 as well. So he's versatile. He scores pace, goals. He can score goals. Yeah. He was flying before. We had done a parlay um, around January time. I think mm. it was when Man United needed a striker. Uh, and I was like, they need him because he, he would have only cost a Five million. million or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a top striker and he was absolutely flying. He's maybe dipped a bit, but there's definitely talent there. I was thinking... See Inter Milan, he could go there because Lukaku could leave. Mm-hmm. United need a striker, but maybe we'll go Kane. But two strikers would never be, you know, uh-huh. especially on a free transfer. Yeah, right yeah, to. definitely. You know what I mean? But I think maybe Bayern Munich because mm-hmm. they are desperate for strikers. Since Lewandowski's left, they have not been the same team. They're obviously playing Chuba Moting up top. Yeah. he's he's been okay, but he's not a top top striker. Mm-hmm. And I think a player like this who can score goals has already done it in the Bundesliga you know the Bundesliga is not a bad league he's in the Bundesliga and Bayern do like to take the best Mm talent from uh, the Bundesliga and he's been linked to them so I think he'll go to Bayern
1: Munich I don't think that's a bad shout Um, Thuram is uh, one of those players look I I can remember around our World Cup um, period recording the episodes um, look I I was never too keen on Thuram I did think there was some big faults in his game Um, especially in the track and back end to be honest Um, I think at his time at Mönchengladbach he has played as more of a left wing, sort of left midfielder and the one thing I noticed about him especially on that front side was Deschamps loves players who can be aggressive when they're out of possession Mm -hmm. and he just wasn't that type of player? He was very much kind of stay up and and look. Maybe those were the instructions that were given to him. I I, I don't know. But to me, he didn't. It just didn't seem like the sort of hard working, laborious type of player that was gonna um, come back and help the team out. But I suppose if he's playing as a striker, you probably like you don't really You're need really to either. worry about him doing that. But I spe- like the only thing I would say about United is Ten Hag does like United play on the front foot um, when they're out of possession, and I don't think he'll give you that same sort of work that same work rate that like a Horst or a Martial does but in terms of the actual quality of player he's a very good footballer mm. um, can definitely score goals has proven that in his Bundesliga career um, yeah, always a stalwart for a Bundesliga team of the season every mm. year mm. Um, so there's definitely talent there he, he, is, a, he is a very uh, sort of laboured footballer there's talent um, a good goal scorer um, very again one of those like sort of physical players um, very quick as well so I think who, wherever he ends up at they're getting a top quality striker I would agree with you Connor. I could see him staying in Germany to be honest and I think your natural progression in Germany is if you play for one of those midland sides it's time for the step up it's time for either Dortmund or Bayern Munich and with the way the Bayern are playing at the minute they're desperate for like a Lewandowski type character again and I think Tehran will go in there and would do very very well
0: no, I agree. I, I I honestly don't disagree with anything that you both just said there. I would, I think Bayern Munich's probably his best suitor. Um, obviously looking a striker. Um, a Lewandowski, sized hole that needs filling. Um, and I could take two strikers. You see, they're also linked with his French his French compatriot, uh, Cole Moani. Um, but he's going to cost big big money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think he'd go to Bayern Munich. Um, if he doesn't, he could maybe go to France. He could maybe go to PSG, yeah. um, someone like that there, or or Leon. Um I have a Leon player who's leaving, a Lyon striker who's leaving, um, on my list for later on, and he could definitely replace him. Um or Lacazette's a bit long in the tooth as well, Leon. He, he could definitely go back to France, but I can't see him going to, coming to the Premier League. Um I think it will be Germany or France, um, but it but Bayern Munich's probably his most likely destination mm-hmm. for me. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. So for my first transfer, guys, and um, we're recording this episode on a wed- on the uh, Wednesday. So um, news has literally just out earlier on today that uh, this player Lionel Messi won't be signing um, his contract renewal at Paris Saint Germain. So when his contract is up on the first of July, Lionel Messi is officially a free agent. So the obvious link, of course, is back to Barcelona. Um, his, his club that he spent so many years at established himself as one of the greatest of all time. Um, so they are the obvious club that are leading the race. But the side I actually have here that I would like to see him go to is something that I think every football fan on the planet has wanted for forevermore. And now that they are at an age where they're both a bit older, um, but it's still something that I think people would relish the chance to see. The club I'd like to see Lionel Messi sign for is Al Nasr. I would like Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo to give it a run together. It's just, just for everybody to see if they could have done it together mm. and what. If, if they were successful at, at, at Al Nassar together and showed, if they contributed to ridiculous goal numbers over there, it would be incredibly interesting just to look back and think, God. What would it have been like if they played together at uh-huh. PSG or Barcelona or Real Madrid? What, what would that have looked like? Uh-huh. So, yeah, Lionel Messi is my first player. I think by no stretch of the imagination is Lionel Messi finished. I think if he, if he went back to Barcelona, he's immediately the best player in, in the Spanish League yep. again. Yep. Um, so I think his World Cup performance is still highlighted, that he has still got it. And at the age of 35, there's still, there's still, something, there's still something left in the tank. And I think... For him, I think if he went back to Barcelona, he'd want to deliver at least one more Champions League before he retires.
0: Mm, no, I fully agree. I, I'd love to see him at Al as well. For the romance of football, for the romance for all the all the football fans around the world, what it would actually do for Saudi Arabian football mm-hmm. is ridiculous as well. Like even Ronaldo's transfer over there has done so much for them. Um, it's got more eyes on it than ever before because look, mega Um, so if they had both the best footballers ever. In the same team, it would be absolutely ridiculous for the romance of football. I'd love to see it happen. And look, he, he just got suspended for two weeks for because of a, a unauthorized trip to Saudi Arabia. You never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, Barcelona looks his most likely destination. Um, it's just whether they can sum up the funds. Um, I'd like to see him back at Barcelona as well for the romance of that too. Because um, I think, although I'd love to see him play with Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't know if Ronaldo's going to stay in Saudi Arabia. But I think. In terms of Lionel Messi, and I think any football fan around the world shares the same opinion, whenever you think of Lionel Messi, you think of Barcelona. Whenever you think of Barcelona, you think of Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. And I think he deserves to finish his career
2: in yeah. the club that he made and the club that made him. That's the thing, is, if Ronaldo's going to stay in Saudi Arabia, because there's a lot of talk, he might leave. But I would agree, Barcelona would be a spot, but can they afford him. You yeah. you t- could even tell when he left the first time he did not want to leave. He was mm-hmm. crying in the press conference. They just completely
0: yeah. messed it up. He was meant to go and they fucked up.
2: Yeah, and like it came to the part where there was no way he could stay, even wages or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So and like looking at the stats, obviously in the World Cup he was very impressive as well, player of the tournament, won, helped him win the World Cup. Um and even the stats, I know the French League isn't very good, let's be honest. Yeah. But he still has like 15 goals, 15 assists. Yeah. He maybe didn't play as well in the Champions League, but he's playing for PSG and they're a weird old team, PSG, you know. Uh, but I, I do think Barcelona, but will they be able to afford him? I don't know. But there'll be plenty of suitors for him. Oh, 100%. It's just going to be his wage demands as well. Yeah. Because he is going to... Could we see him in the Premier League under Pep Guardiola?
1: I, <sighs> I, think, think I, so. th- I think that ship sealed. Yes,
2: I would agree with that. Because... I just can't see it.
1: Maybe three years ago. Yeah. Or well, it was three years ago he was linked to City, wasn't it? I could have seen it three years ago, but I think I think that ship has sailed. I actually don't think Pep would take him at City now, to be honest. I don't mm-hmm. think he would.
2: I think this might be his last club as well. Yeah. I think he's yeah, going to retire in a year or two. Yeah. And I think he'll be done. So I think he will want to go to Barcelona, but if it's not possible, he might end up in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And he was that's what you said about him being suspended. Yeah. He was over there, so... God knows what was happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, on to my number two. Um, so, main number two is an established Premier League footballer. Um, not necessarily for one of the top clubs. He, he was at Manchester United for a spell, um, but he, he's done his best work at Crystal Palace, and that's Wilfred Zaha. Um, he's been linked with Arsenal, Chelsea, and Villa. Um, Aston Villa, obviously, under Aenea Emery, have, have become a, a, a European chasing team. Um, and we've seen what he's done with some of the players, including like Buendia and stuff. Um, so I think he would be absolutely phenomenal if he did go to, go to Aston Villa. Um, his Premier League experience speaks for itself. Um, I know he mightn't get you all the goals, he mightn't get you all the assists, but he was the main man in that palisade for years and years. And he's probably the main reason he's kept them up for years and years as well. Um, because he's never had the superstars around him, they've never really spent to build a team around Wilfred Zaha, but he's always delivered when asked upon. And Now he's getting a bit older, he's 30. Um, So he will be looking for... Although he is only 30, it could realistically be looking at his last big move. Um, I would say this next club is going to be his last big move before he maybe ships over to Saudi Arabia or goes to the MLS or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say this will be his last big move. He's linked with loads of clubs in Europe and all as well. The likes of Borussia Dortmund, who I'd actually love to see him at as well. Um, but the club, I think he... Should go to is Tottenham Hotspur. Um, I think it'd be absolutely phenomenal for Spurs, um, even if it was just as an understudy to Son. But he's a very versatile player. Zaha, he can play on the left, he can play on the right, he can play up front. Um, I think if they do lose Harry Kane, which it does look quite likely, to be honest, I think they need as many forward options as possible. Um, I, th- I think he immediately comes in, and as controversial as this might sound, I think he's better than Richardson. Um, and I think he'd be he would just deliver for Spurs whenever he's asked upon whether that's in the cup or whatever, whatever capacity the new manager would need him. I think he would deliver for Spurs.
1: Um, I am a bit torn because Wilfred Zaha is a player that I'm just really not that fussed on. Tell you the truth, and I, I never really have been all that fussed on him. Um, I think that maybe the chance for his big move is gone. Um, I think when he was linked with clubs sort of 3 4 years ago before he signed like his his new contract at crystal palace i thought that was the opportunity to to go and and really showcase his talents um for me personally i think like clubs like spurs chelsea arsenal don't get me wrong i know they're linked but i don't actually think anything will come of them um oh, i think the word lad i i don't know lad i
2: see i, I was going to agree with you on that point i thought Wasn't it when Pepe went to Arsenal? and He was linked then. Yeah. But they wouldn't spend the money on him. I can't. And Everton bid like 60 million. Maybe like Spurs. Like Chelsea maybe would take him, but I just don't know. I would agree with Connor there. I don't know if a top, top club would take him at 30 years of age. I know he still is a good player. Is Spurs a top, top club? Well, they're going to get a good monitor. Well, they're,
1: they're part of the traditional big six, yeah. so yeah. So that's true, good, but the minute, like, They're bigger than Palace. Is, and I don't think...
2: Is think, he not good enough to play for Tottenham Hotspur? He would be good enough, but I don't think... You were saying maybe like an understudy for Son. I, I can't see him sitting on the bench. He would want to play every game.
0: I, I think he would play every game, to be 100% honest. For Spurs. Mm, I, I don't Unless I, don't. they were to step someone? He's better than
2: what they've got. If they lose Kane and gets a hand, I don't know if that's...
1: He's not better... Not to be a striker. No, I know that. He's not better than Son, he's not better than Kane, he's not better than Kulishevsky. I
0: don't think he's better than Son or Kane, but I do think he's better than Kulishevsky.
1: No, I don't. I don't. I
0: think Kulishevsky's a brilliant player, but I, I think he's a really underestimated uh, Wilfred Zaha.
1: Uh, look, maybe we are. Maybe we are. Maybe are. Personally, I've never just never really been that fussed on him. I've always thought he was pretty overrated, to be honest.
2: Maybe it's a Man United thing, because he was such a...
1: No, it's not. It's not even the money. United thing for me, lad. No, uh, genuinely. You can't I'm at no, genuinely. Genuinely, look, it's it's not the money. United thing for me. I was just never thought he was that great. To be honest, I just like everybody used to just always talk about oh Wilfred Zaha, this Zaha, that. I always just thought he was a bit overrated. To be honest, like if you look at some of his numbers over the previous years, like his dribbling percentages aren't great.
0: I know, but many times have we said in this podcast that numbers aren't everything. Like, Look,
1: I know they're not everything, but like he's... He's like he's f-
0: literally kept Paulus in the Premier League since he got promoted again. <sighs> oh, That's a fact. No, he's, he's been he for that. Player. He's been the catalyst for that. And I think it's hard to say that he's overrated because he plays. No, no, like I don't think he's overrated. Players, I still think he's a good
2: player, man. but it's just I can see him likely going.
1: But I think to Saudi he Olivia overrates himself. Though yeah, I can see him going. I agree
0: with that. I do agree with that.
1: I think he thinks he's better. No, than what I think he I agree with, is. with that because he's really an honest. arrogant fucker. Yeah, that's what I say his attitude on the field at times is terrible too. I do
2: theatrical, and then at the end of the game there at the weekend he gets took off. And like the ninetieth minute or something, and he was yapping, and he, and I've seen Ben Foster was talking about it because he's like he's just done that for the cameras, yeah. To be like, oh, I, I shouldn't be taking off. I'm too good for Palace. All I this. do you agree know with that, that that's and if Spurs are going badly or Chelsea are going badly, mm-hmm. it's gonna look he's gonna be theatrical if he's not starting. Yeah, that's and what I'd be worried about. The and
0: only like thing I would say is about Leandro Trossard going to Arsenal. I
1: think like, Trossard a better. Trossard's player better. Player. No, no, no. no, that, no
0: I'm not saying he's not a better player, but I'm not saying that yeah. like he obviously is a better player, yeah. but. Trossard's 30 as well. Like,
1: no, Trossard's 27. 27.
0: Well, whatever. It's his big club, or his big move, didn't, it looked out of the realms of possibility because he should have left maybe last year. He should have left the year before. like Now, it, it, Trossard only left because of his attitude problems or what was said to be his attitude problems. He was leaving or he was even being talked about signing a new contract. Wilfred Zaha... Could one hundred percent go to the likes of Chelsea? Could one hundred percent go to the likes of Arsenal? He's not necessarily going to start every game, but there's that many games in a season he's going to play football. I think it's just very hard to say he's overrated or he, he he's his next club should be somewhere in like fucking Saudi Arabia or something like that. There. No, no, by None all of, means,
1: I'm not saying that there. I think there's still a place for him in the Premier League, but it's not at any of the traditional big six. I
0: disagree. I disagree
2: it's a hard one like you know he is good enough but it's just his age and his theatrical he's kind of theatrical like it's just mm. like if he wasn't starting and they weren't going well he'd be a disaster like, it's not that it for a new manager, manager as if he well. did
0: go to the likes of do you think I Potch would take or him or well, you know
2: Chelsea, a Chelsea. Yeah, 100% see I don't know 100% I don't know no, Potch, I Potch will not have a say in any transfers no, that's true and he is free I see he's linked to Chelsea because Arsenal or someone like that wouldn't go near him
0: well Arsenal's the most heaviest link with him I just couldn't see them going for him like they're, they're the most obvious because he wouldn't gone. start it,
1: w- it, would, it would surprise me if he signed for Arsenal it really really would mm. it really really surprised me look honestly I think I, I will be surprised if he signs for any of the, tra- the traditional big six
0: I won't I won't I'm not even saying he's good enough necessarily to play for all the traditional big six mm-hmm. but it's, gonna, it's about names as well what about no, everybody don't knows Wilfred Ah, oh, like, don't, don't get me it's wrong it's the same with what about, about, yeah, what about yeah, like a Newcastle? Maybe no. you never know
1: yeah, you know. I, ju- I just I think at 30 the ship is sailed I just because all these teams are building for the future and they're building for future title charges and I just don't see Zaha fitting into a project like that mm-hmm. if anything he's, he's like a quick fix for somebody that's what I see him as from Chelsea <laughs> yeah maybe yeah Maybe I uh, I don't know I don't know. Look, maybe I do just have a bit of personal bias against him. I I just I I never really liked him. I always thought he was a very arrogant guy, and I always I just thought his actual football ability was always pretty overrated, to be honest. And for me, when he was even linked away from Crystal Palace a few years ago, I always thought to myself like, Joe he, uh, you know he reminds me of an all seriousness, but maybe to a, a lesser extent, St maximum. Mm. Uh, that's who he reminds yeah. me of and I don't like St Max no. I don't think St Maximin's good either I think these players are showboat footballers I don't mm. actually think they're good footballers think to be honest selfish like on the ball as well his yeah.
2: final delivery isn't good I agree with that but that's why I'm saying at a big club would they accept that
0: well it, it depends like
2: the way I see Wilfred Zaha is
0: if it was at a big club, he's not going to be the superstar anymore. I think he gets away with it because he is the number one man at Crystal Palace. Mm -hmm. So he dictates everything. And that's why probably his ego is big as well. But I think when he goes to a club, if he was to go to a bigger club and have different personalities, a manager that will fucking not let him away with the shit he Mm -hmm. does at Crystal Palace, I think he could be a fantastic squad player for one of the big six clubs. I think he could be a fantastic player for one of the big six clubs, traditional big six
1: well, it's, it's definitely inter- it is an interesting. It's one It's a good one.
2: It'll good to see talent. where it like, goes. It will be interesting to see where he goes.
1: It is interesting because because yeah, he, yeah. he could end up just signing a contract it at, at, at yeah, Palace. You know, you
2: can see that too. I think
0: he's a definitely a Champions League footballer though, not necessarily in the Premier League, but I definitely think he plays for a Champions League club. Like, like I think a he Borussia, a Dortmund a Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund. Someone. Someone. If it's abroad, if it's uh, Spain, if it's Germany, Italy, whatever. Yeah. I do think he has the capabilities to play for a Champions League club. If it's fucking Benfica or someone like that there, do you know what I mean? I think he has the capabilities
2: for it. I think he's too good for Paulus. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. It'll oh, be
1: interesting. It's definitely interesting to see. Yeah. Dorman
2: number two. Well, um, I'm going to go with Tillemans. Um, I know he hasn't been performing this year as well. He's he's definitely leaving Leicester, but I still think there's a top player there. He's 25, a good all-round midfielder. He's like over like he has 60 caps for Belgium, you know, and that's a Top, yeah, top team, team. You know, in Europe. Number one ranked for years. He's been a great player in the Premier League for three or four years, or at least uh, still young, as I said. Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool looking for him. I, I think Arsenal would be a good Shout! I think any of the teams would take him. Liverpool need midfielders, if okay. we've been saying, but I think he's more like an upgrade. Like Maybe not... No, I'm going to say it. He's like an upgrade on Shaka.
1: Oh, no, he is, definitely. You know, he's mm-hmm. definitely
2: an upgrade on Shaka, and I don't know why they didn't go for him in January. Yeah. I really thought if or Arsenal no got Gerginio? that midfielder... Like that kind of player you can score like he hasn't scored as many goals this season, but he can score goals and defensively he's Solid. not too bad. Like even at the during the week there when he scored against or when they were playing Everton, mm-hmm. he won the ball back, he gave give it to Madison, goal. That's mm-hmm. what he has in the locker. And I think he has dipped. Uh, he's not the only Leicester player that's dipped in form. A lot of players have. It's been a bad season for mm-hmm. Leicester. But I think if he went to Arsenal, they like under Arteta, we're seeing all these players improve as well. He he could become a top top mm-hmm. player. He already is a really oh, good he's, player he's in the straight. Premier League. Like he's been a top player in the Premier League for yeah like three or four years at yeah. least. So I think like any of them teams would take him. Like Tottenham mm-hmm. would definitely take him. Mm-hmm. Chelsea. But I think Arsenal would be a really good fit for
1: him. Yeah, I agree, Connor. I think Arsenal will be a really good fit for him too. Um obviously Arsenal have been linked with him for probably two or three yeah. years now, to be fair. All these guys, you know, they get linked away from the clubs that they're at because of the best player mm-hmm. at the club that they're at, and Tielemans has consistently been Leicester well, at least one of Leicester's best players for three, four, mm-hmm. five years, really, from a broke into Leicester's team. Um he is I mean, he delivered them in FA Cup, you know, he'll probably go down as a Leicester club legend. Um even, even though it is only sort of a brief spent stint of four or five years, but he, he's always been a fantastic footballer. I didn't realize he had as many caps for Belgium yeah, um, as what he had. Yeah. But even, even in his youth, youth days at Anderlecht, like he was always one of the most talked about prospects mm-hmm. in Europe. And yeah. I feel like he has sort of delivered on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to go and see him play Champions League football now. Um, and I don't think, I don't even think wage wise, he's not going. No. He's not going to cost you too much
2: think about him as well you're right Leicester they FA Cup them two years they came fifth back to back years yeah. and he was one of their best players yeah. and they really should have got Champions League football yeah. probably both years yeah. so yeah. that just shows how good he is and then at Anderlecht he was yeah. top player Monaco, as well Monaco he was unreal as yeah. well he was, was yeah move. people forget how huh? he was at Monaco yeah. yeah was
0: it Monaco for two years before he went to Leicester I know yeah, and it, yeah I can't disagree with you I think he'd be great in Arsenal I mm-hmm. think he would fit perfectly in Arsenal yeah. best being best I would love to see him at Man United because I think we need options in midfield, um, but yeah, I think Arsenal would be his, his best suit. Especially, like I know, I know you kind of think that Arsenal's time is w- to win the Premier League was probably this season. It was their chance, but I think that Arsenal team just with the youth coming through and he fits that kind of uh, the stigma as well. Because what is it, 25, 25 yeah. Like he's no age. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So. He fits Arteta's philosophy and...
1: Still is in a oh, six, seven years in the Premier League oh, of Oh, easily. Like, you know, easily so. top
0: years in the Premier He yeah. hasn't even hit his prime, yeah. realistically. His prime years is probably two or three years away. But if he's playing in a top club with top, top players around him, same as I was saying about Zaha, if he has the likes of Gabriel Azouz and Martinelli and even the experienced heads like Xhaka and Jorginho around him, that's only going to improve his mm-hmm. game more. Because well. he's the main man in midfield at Leicester. So people are learning off him even though he's only 25. Whenever... He, the, the experience he like Jack and Jorginho around him, yeah, he'd, he'd be fantastic for Arsenal.
1: Definitely, definitely. Definitely going to be one to watch over yeah. the summer, big time. Um, my second um, free agent this summer is Adrian Rabio of Juventus. Um, was obviously linked with Manchester United last summer. Very, very nearly um, happened very glad it didn't <laughs> because we ended up getting Casemiro but um, the side that he's being linked to the most at the minute is Liverpool again he is a midfielder so the Liverpool are the type of club that, that need midfield options but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going a bit rogue with it and the club that I would like to see him at next, uh, at next is Borussia Dortmund um, I think for the style of football that Dortmund have played this season Rabiot um, alongside um, what do you call the Turkish boy? Is it Ozcan? For Erkan, uh, the guy who plays for uh, Dortmund. Uh,
0: it's Oskan, it, it's, it's I think it is. Oskan,
1: yeah. yeah. He has really broke out this season um, and has been phenomenal for Dortmund this year. I think he's actually one of those players in Europe that has gone completely underappreciated, uh, under-appreciated this season. I think him alongside Rabio in a double pivot at Dortmund could be... The midfield partnership that maybe delivers Dortmund their first Bundesliga title since 2012. Um, so I would like to see him personally go to Dortmund. Um, I think even his style of play would suit the German league a lot, because he is a very work-hard midfielder. He does have physical attributes that allow him to dominate games in midfield, and I just think him and your guy, Ozchan, as a partnership would be really, really good. But again... Um, if he if he is looking for that that dream Premier League move, well, who better to work under than uh, Jurgen Klopp in, in a midfield that is. Notoriously known for being pragmatic and progressive I think Rabiot would suit that very well Playing on the la- left hand side of of, the, of that midfield um, Has the ability to drop deep and retain possession But can also get forward He has scored I think 14 goals for Juventus this season he's top this Yeah, year. He's their highest goal scorer this year So just shows that he can arrive late in the box mm-hmm. as well and get goals That's what Klopp likes from his midfielders So um, either of those clubs, Liverpool or Dortmund I think would be a great fit for Adrian Rabiot this summer
0: I agree, I would say I would say more so Dortmund just because obviously there is that attitude problem with Rabiot that he does have that kind of mean streak in him and I don't know if uh, Klopp would be the man to take it out of him but mm-hmm. I don't know if he wants to have that uh, problem going into this season, especially after this season um, but yeah, Dortmund would be a good fit for him it wouldn't surprise me if he went back to PSG, mm-hmm. to be honest it hasn't worked out for Renato Sanchez that by Fabian hasn't really done it much um, and people aren't liking Carlos Soler over there as well um, so it wouldn't surprise me if he went back to PSG. But um, yeah, Dortmund playing Premier League or playing uh, Champions League football year in year out wouldn't surprise me if Bayern Munich were sniffing around him as well. Just in terms of their previous transfers, the Lexicourt and and stuff he went over. Um, but established France international, he's always in the champs team. He's always starting. Well, like there was times we were thinking. Oh, guaranteed Pogba and Kante midfield and fucking Rabio's in there instead of one of them. Do you know what I mean? It shows that he is a quality, quality player. He has the quality to play for one of the best teams in Europe. And he wouldn't go and mess at Borussia Dortmund.
2: No, definitely he would fit Borussia Dortmund. It's just more the wage demand that he will look yeah, for. Well, because when want. it came to United, he was looking massive wages. Right, yeah. um, Liverpool as well, he'd be a top player. He's really good going forward, as you said, like 14 goals this season is... Yes, he's quality. been Juventus' best player probably yeah, this season yeah, um, I even think like a Newcastle there could be a good spot for him because obviously they have, they have the money now and under Eddie Howe he'd just improve even further At the World Cup he played well mm-hmm. as well so I'm glad he didn't come to United but any team any of them teams would be lucky to get him yeah. it's just well, going to be wages isn't
1: it well that's the thing Like, it wasn't it, well, I'm not happy that he didn't end up at United because he's not. He's a bad player That's. Yeah. I don't mean to say it's that sorry it's just I'd rather Casemiro and I do think he has a bit of a stinking attitude, to be honest, and Mm. I think his agent is his mother. Yeah, it is, yeah. Which is always very difficult to deal with a family member Mm -hmm, like that, so I just thought that would cause more trouble at United, and after the season that we had had, I thought, look, that's not what we need. need.
0: Especially after just getting rid of Pogba. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but at the same time, I, I do think Klopp could, like Klopp takes no shit at Liverpool and I do think he could get him into a regimented midfielder I really really do so I think if I was a Liverpool fan and Liverpool fans at listen to our podcast I, I think Rabio would be a really good addition to, to that squad Yeah,
0: No I agree Definitely uh, My number 3 is uh, Alejandro Grimaldo he's a left back he plays at the minute for Bifika. Um constantly playing in the Champions League constantly playing in Europe uh, he's been linked heavily with a return to Barcelona he was a youth player there um, and Barca came for a left-back And with them having no real budget He, he, he could be a, a good fit for them um, The only thing about Grimaldo is He's never played for Spain So I don't know if Barca would take him back Based on that aspect But he has 17 goals and 47 assists In 191 league appearances for Benfica And the club I think he would suit best Is Juventus um, So Juventus have had Alexandro Playing in their left-back position For years and years um whenever he first arrived, he did look like he was gonna be one of the best left backs in Europe for years to come. Um it didn't quite work out like that and fans aren't really appreciative appreciative of him anymore. And yeah, I just think you've uh, need some experienced heads in. He is only twenty seven still, so it's not like he's he's hasn't got it left in the tank. Um experienced heads in have have done it in Europe, um but it's time for him to make the next step and I would like to see him at Borussia Dortmund as well. Something with Raphael Gro leaving on a free transfer as well. Um, it, it could be a leg for leg swap, but personally, I think Juventus he would suit best.
1: Yeah, always one of those players around Europe. Everybody knows who Grimaldo is, you know, because yeah. he was always notoriously very, very small, but very, very attacking. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing or the biggest fault in Grimaldo's game is that he's not. Great defensively, yeah, that. but that is just most Spanish fullbacks anyway. To be honest, they're they're not coached defensively; they're coached with the ball at their feet and progress in the play. Well,
0: that's another reason why I think Juventus. Sure, they've stuck with Cuadrado and right back yeah. for the last yeah uh, many years. Yeah, so he's a winger.
1: and uh, definitely. I think at Juventus, you could definitely see. The, the best elements of them come to the fore I think Juventus are just in a bit of a turmoil at the minute so I think for them they just need to get a manager in and they need to get settled and I think Romaldo would be a great addition to, to bring in there at Juventus um, I also think he could go to the Premier League though mm. too like I, I think at City he City, would do really yeah. really, really well, well. I was thinking about City too um, I think Pep would relish the chance to work with him look he has been one of the better left backs around Europe really from when he broke onto the scene always maybe not in the top bracket of left backs but definitely the, the, the bracket just below um, so yeah I'm really interested to see where he ends up this summer he, he'll, he'll go down again as a Benfica club legend no doubt about it um, has been one of the better players that, that has played for them in recent years but yeah it is. it's time for him to move on and maybe get his chance at, at a big big club now
2: yeah, as you said, he'll want to go to a big club now. Obviously he's played in like the Champions League. Benfica were one of the mm-hmm. a, t- a good team to get to the last eight. Mm-hmm. Um I think Barcelona could be a good shout as mm-hmm. well because he's Spanish and they're gonna look a lot of free transfers because they don't have much of a transfer yeah. budget. And he knows the club. And he knows the club again defensively maybe an issue, but in them leagues, as you said, with like Cadrano and all, you yeah. know, Juventus and Barcelona, it's not really about your defensive. Yeah. Jordi more, Alba's not a good defender. You know. Do you know what I mean? But then, like you have seen, even like Poros come in for Tottenham, mm. he can't defend. Maybe in the Premier League, he maybe would be a bit uh, exposed. Exposed, yeah. A, maybe his only problem, uh, Jordi Alba. What do you see now? He must be he's thirty five or something. Yeah. So there, and he doesn't defend. So yeah. So it just <laughs> fuck he, could be, it, he could be brilliant for them. It <laughs> fit in at any of them top clubs. Like. Yeah. Good. Good defender. Definitely. Or good fullback. not Yep. So I went for. Asensio from Real Madrid uh, he's 27 now it feels like he's been around forever he's yeah. a top yeah. player he's played like over 200 games for Real Madrid which is crazy he's played like 26 games this year 8 goals 6 assists they are looking to keep him um, he is playing on the wing though which doesn't really suit him he's more like a 10 yeah. so he might look to leave he's a creative player he's been linked to well he can play either wing and mm-hmm. then he can play as a cam. but he's been linked to Arsenal Liverpool and Barcelona I don't think he, I think we were talking about this a few weeks ago. Liverpool they have a lot of they have a lot of good forward attacking options. So I don't think he'd go to Liverpool, but yeah. I think Arsenal could be a good shot. Mm-hmm. I know they do have Saka, and obviously Odegaard's a good cam. He could play like that right wing, just you know, to improve the squad. Yeah, he might not start every game. He could like even Smith Rowe there. He's been injured a lot. He hasn't been playing much. He could play in front of him. Like he'd be a good squad player. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is he looking to start? He could be good enough to start eventually in that Arsenal team like he could play that well Odegaard's playing the camera role but maybe Odegaard could sit in the centre mid role I don't know but uh, he's a top player he scores a lot of goals we've seen him he plays in the Champions League he's played in, like, for Madrid they've won Champions League he's been playing in the team
1: scored in the Champions League fine you know he's going to have mm-hmm. a load of
2: suitors too I think he might stay at Madrid but if I was to pick a team I think Arsenal again Arsenal
1: yeah, it's definitely a very interesting one to be honest, Connor. I remember actually essentially it was like breakout season. Um I think it was like 16, 17 he yep. broke out and he scored a lot of goals that year for Madrid and I think he's never really got back to that kind of form. He got the bad injury. Yeah. And I kind of it, it sort of killed a it bit off bit. Of bit. And A bit of that,
2: uh, you know, skill. Yeah. But- he still is a good player. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'd agree with you he hasn't reached back to that peak he was at. Yeah,
1: no, like don't get me wrong, I mean he still played for Real Madrid for X amount of years. You don't play for Real Madrid for that long if you're not a good player. Um, I am very interested to see where this ends up. I think the one thing we've said about Arsenal this season is lack of squad depth and if they were able to get two at each position it it helps them out massively, so I think Asensio to Arsenal would be a really smart bit of business if Arsenal could get that done. At the same time, I could see him going somewhere else around Europe though too. Yeah. Um, that I like, I think you know the likes of like an SC Milan or someone would suit him really, really well. Um, somebody in that Italian league w- could look at him again, maybe. Maybe the likes of PSG look at him as well. Um, I think he would do well there too. So it is very, very interesting to see where he ends up. But I think, yeah, definitely if we're talking Premier League, I think Arsenal's a place place for him. And I think they should really be licking their lips at the chance of signing a Real Madrid player.
0: Yeah, I would say Arsenal in the Premier League as well. I I do think uh, Bayern Munich could be a good option for him Mm -hmm. as well. There's a lot of... I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. There's a lot of turmoil going on at the minute of Bayern Munich. Yeah, definitely. Lad. Obviously, with Tuchel just coming in and yep. Nagelsmann being sacked, kind of out of the blue, the players aren't really happy. But apparently, Tuchel wants rid of Muller. He wants rid of Sané. He wants rid of, uh, what do you call the do that? Do think Mane is Gnabry? Gnabry. He wants rid of Mane after what happened between him and Sané yep. as well. So, Jesus, they're crying out for forwards, uh, and especially a winger who's who's versatile. And Marco Sanyo could do a job there too. Definitely. Aye,
1: yeah. You could see that big time, but big time. I think we could do a whole episode on the term I let mean because it's really really not good at the minute for them um, so my third player that I've gone for that's out of contract um, and this summer is Ilkay Gundogan of Manchester City of course look we all on this podcast know how good Gundogan has been at Manchester City has been hampered by injuries but these last two or three years you would say he, he does not look out of place in that Manchester City midfield he is a cracking player um, I actually thought you know when he left Dortmund and went to Man City I always thought that was a bit of a weird transfer because I always thought he was good but I never thought he was going to be as good as what he actually has mm. been and he really really has been an integral part of, of City's team over the last number of years. I
0: would say he won them in the league last year.
1: Last year yeah, yeah. with all those goals that he yeah. chipped in with. Even in the last day of the season? Yeah look he, he is a player that is known for arriving late in the box getting and scoring goals but he is also incredibly comfortable in possession he's played under Pep now for the last few years so he definitely has that experience now whilst on the ball the biggest club that he's been linked to this summer is a return to his former employers Borussia Dortmund wow. who again I think would be an absolutely excellent addition um, but the side that I would like to see him play for it's a bit of a rogue shout but just with how things have been going this season in the Champions League I'd love to see him go to SC Milan I think it's time uh, for Europe to see the two Milans back at their best again. I'm so glad that we have a Champions League semi-final of the two Milan sides. Italian football has been football that has been looked over now for the last fifteen years really and it's time for this league to start to slowly but surely get back to its best. And I think the signing of Gundawan to S. C. Milan will be a statement signing. Um their midfield at the minute is lacking depth. I actually do think Inter's gonna beat SE just on the fact that they're gonna kill them in midfield. Um Benassar has had his injury problems this season, but I think Banasser alongside Gundawan in that midfield with Brahim Diaz at the calm. I think that's quite quite scary, really, for next season. I Mm -hmm. think a lot of teams in Europe would struggle to deal with that kind of midfield. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go Gundogan. I'd like to see him at AC Milan, but more likely to end up at Borussia Dortmund.
0: I think he'll go to Barcelona uh, on a free transfer. Barcelona, I think Barcelona is going to struggle for midfielders this year. I think it could create a domino effect that involves AC Milan, Mm -hmm. because apparently they're looking to get rid of Franck Yesi after just one year. And I think, to be honest wouldn't surprise me if he went back to AC Milan. wouldn't surprise me if he went to like Spurs or something. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if he went back to AC Milan. Um, for, it, it would be a, a nice transfer if Gundogan went to AC Milan because, as you say, these clubs should be recognised for what they are. Football fans who like I would teach in school and all, they would look at me if I said, oh, AC Milan's a huge club. They'd be like, no, Juventus is the club in Italy. And you know play, what I mean? yeah. Whereas we know SC Milan as being one of the biggest clubs in the world. We know Inter Milan as being one of the biggest clubs in the world yeah. who were yeah. powerhouses in Europe. And they're slowly getting back into it. And it's great for, for football fans of our age and the generation before us to, to see that as well.
1: Italy used to literally have a three-horse title race every year. Yeah. Yeah. SC Inter Juventus. That's what it was consistently every year. And it, it's a shame now that... Well, I say, do you know what? I say it's a shame, but we're going to get Napoli winning it this mm-hmm. year. That's massive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They haven't won... Um, the, the league from like 1992 mm. so that that's going to be huge for them and I, that's a story that you like to see but at the same time with, with the downfall of SC Milan and Inter Milan it has been monumental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were two of the biggest clubs in world football and I remember going to school and people having like Inter Milan and SC Milan shirts like I used to have an SC Milan shirt same. but yeah. like Ka-ka- Kaka on Kaka the back. Cakal on the back, <laughs> yeah, or David Beckham. I had yeah. a Beckham shirt, and I remember when Ronaldinho played for AC Milan. Do you remember when they had yeah. Schneider, <laughs> Balotelli, all played for Inter? I got Stankovic. Like, uh, I know, gone are those days. To mm-hmm. be fair, but I think that the signing of Gundogan would definitely be like a statement of intent for for well, one of those Milan definitely. clubs.
0: Absolutely, especially if they, if they get the uh, Champions League final this year. Definitely,
2: no, definitely. Like when we were growing up, like obviously. I remember, like, in 2007, Milan just destroyed us. Oh, Kikata, ripped us, ripped us, apart. us apart. You know, 2005, they got robbed by Liverpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, even before that, and then Inter Milan came about with Mourinho and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's good to see them back, yeah. 100%. But Guno, and I think Barcelona could be another shout. Any team would take him because he is a top player. Yeah. I was thinking, like, I was just looking at the stats there, like, I think it was, like, 2021-20, or 2020 20, season, he was unbelievable I think De Bruyne might have been injured or something and yeah. he scored 13 goals and he was superb he's kind of underrated yeah. I was a bit like you use Dortmund as kind of like he was linked to a few clubs like even United Now I was kind of thinking oh, I don't know if he'd fit in well but under Pep he has been unbelievable sensational and he's kind of underrated and in that uh, run in last year especially scored I think he scored the winner on mm-hmm. the last day yeah. he's a big game player and it'd be good to see him at a club like AC Milan but I do think Barcelona again because of the circumstances they need free yeah. transfers but AC Milan do need to improve in midfield as you said because again Inter are so much, so much superior in midfield yeah. even like Napoli be better in midfield they do need to improve that position so he could end up at AC Milan but whoever gets him's getting a top player he's yeah. like 32 is he? 32, 32, yeah. 32 so, still I'm got a few like, years yeah. left I think City We'll be trying to keep him as well. They'd be
0: stupid not to try yeah. and keep well, him. Well,
1: I think he's already said that no, he, wants he, to he wants to move. Yeah. He he wants to move on.
2: Yeah. To and a new challenge. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. One last it's challenge before he finishes his yeah. career. Yeah. Can't ask for there. much more. Uh, moving on to my penultimate pick. Um I've got I would say he's a Liverpool legend. It's uh Bobby Firmino. Um he's been linked with Barcelona, of course, as everybody in the fucking world is linked <laughs> with Barcelona. Uh but yeah, they need free transfers, so you're going to hear Barcelona's name a lot in this podcast. And really apologise yeah. for that, do
1: you not get the call this morning, lad? No, was your <laughs> agent not on the phone telling you <laughs> you're linked with Barcelona? Second exactly agent, lad. <laughs> <Exactly> <laughs> agent.
0: Looking, it's a whole big thing. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, um, linked with Barcelona, linked with Napoli, um, who looked uh, who are going to be the the champions of Italy. Um, I thought they were going to be the champions of Europe, but the. Uh, Somehow didn't beat Essie Milan. Well, no, um, no
1: awesome men in the first league. Yeah. Leg, didn't help. And they couldn't yeah. finish their chances.
0: Yeah. They. yeah, they couldn't finish their chances. But yeah, linked with Borsa and Napoli. But the club I would like to see him go to is Borussia Dortmund. Um, he's obviously been linked with the likes of Bayern Munich and all as well. Who need a striker? But the only thing I would say to that is... Although, yes, I think ability wise he would fit in at Bayern Munich and do an absolutely fantastic job... I think he has a great relationship with Sadio Mane, and I think Sadio Mane, but then I'm just here fucking clear of Bayern Munich, to be 100% honest. Um, I think at Borussia Dortmund, they do a great job. Um, Obviously, he can play as a 10. Um, He's not the generic striker. Um, They've got Sebastian Haller, who's just come back from from beating cancer, Um, and he's probably their main man up front. But look, if he gets injured, they've got Anthony Modest, who, don't get me wrong, he's done a great job in Germany since he's been there um, with Cologne and now with, with Borussia Dortmund but he's a quick fix I think he's like 37 so he's not a long term option. Um, so I think getting in Bobby Firmino would only be good for Borussia Dortmund and again as, as we've been saying about SC Milan it'd be good to see Dortmund fighting in Europe, competing in Europe consistently. Um, they're really really in a title race this year um, and especially with losing uh, a big big name such as Jude Bellingham he looks to be confirmed to be going to Real Madrid Getting a name like Bobby Firmino in would would definitely help keep the fans thinking. Yeah, we've got a chance next year.
1: Yeah, I mean Firmino's always been one of those like sort of interesting players where he was, he can never really be defined by position. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a forward, but he can also be a midfielder. But is, is he, he also is, be it, a centre back again? Yeah, Liverpool fans, <laughs> oh, they love him. <laughs> Go scores yeah. centre yeah. back, but but is he a striker? No, is he a ten? No, no, he's something in between. That <laughs> he's class. He is. Look, I, for me, you know, especially sort of. I, I think particularly back to like that seventeen, seventeen, eighteen to like two years ago, he was elite no doubt about it. He was probably in terms of like those sort of center forward type positions. I don't think there was many better of better than him in, in Europe pains me to say that, by the way. (laughs) Um, I think though he has seen a dramatic dip these last couple of seasons. Um, yes, playing time was limited and I think Klopp kind of wanted to move away from that sort of style and then, I mean, the signing of Nunez then only sort of confirmed that then, last summer that that's definitely not the route Liverpool want to go down anymore, but I think whoever gets him is getting a top player I think a new challenge is, is going to be good for him It'll yeah, not be in the Premier League No, it, no it'll, it'll definitely not be in the Premier League but um, yeah, I think a Germany, going back to Germany would, would make a lot of sense for him mm-hmm. had a very successful stint at Hoffenheim there mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's what got him is moving. To Liverpool exactly. in, in the first place so I think a return to Germany Italy yeah I could definitely see him at Italy I could see him at PSG too to be honest mm-hmm. yeah. um, I think they do like those types of players so I could see him there too um, yeah plenty of options he's going to have this um, this summer uh, Italy as well mm-hmm. I'm sure there's clubs in Italy looking at him uh, like especially especially Juventus you know they lost Dybala in that sort of central forward role the, the player between the midfield and striker Firmino could perfectly just go in there and play just that when position when
0: you mentioned Dybala he could be a good option for Roma for Roma too it yeah. looks like Definitely. they're going to lose Dybala this, this, this summer, summer yep. for 12 million
1: so, so look there's, there's going to be plenty of suitors for him I would like to see him out of the Premier League, to be honest. Don um, Done Don him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd stay anyway. No, no, he wouldn't go. No, I think look, it's no time. Football it's football. Time, yeah, it's yeah. time to go away. It's time to get a new challenge. There's there is definitely still a player in Firmino. Not as good as the player he was a few years ago, but I still think he could offer teams plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, he can score. He's more known for being the build-up, the link-up player, yeah. and I think there's plenty of teams out there that would crave uh, a Roberto Firmino.
2: But he's like a selfless player. He's very, yeah. you know, he's a more team player. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mani and Salah loved him because he basically, you know, he, didn't, Instead of he shooting wasn't looking for the audits. Yeah. Or he a, he's a weird one because uh, I agree with you there. I think Bayern need an out-and-out striker, like a goal scorer. He's not really a goal scorer. No. You know, he's not scored, I looked at the stats there, like he's not scored over 15 goals in the Premier League every season, but he is a top player and he was a nightmare to play against. He always played really well against Man United, yeah. of course. Um, so, Dortmund, Juventus, P- PSG could be a good shout because they do need a player. Like he works hard for the team as well, and like PSG had the front three Neymar, Messi, and, and Mbappé, and they were getting killed in the Champions League mm-hmm. because none of them tracked back. Mm-hmm. So it could be a shout there. But anywhere he goes, he's just going to improve, isn't he? The team, maybe Dortmund could be a shout. Uh, they do have a good few strikers, as you say. So it- it's just like where- any club would take him. Mm-hmm. With any of these players, really, any club yeah, would well, take these clear. players. So, but he'll get a top club. He might i seen he was linked to Barcelona, but that's what yeah. you said.
0: Well, apparently, like all the reports were saying um, that a deal was agreed with Barcelona and yeah. all this here. But Fabrizio Romano came out and David Ornstein came out and said that's not the case. Um, so the, the race is still open
2: for him. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Connor? Yep. So my next one is N'Golo Kante. Uh, I think he should leave Chelsea because they're a disaster. Obviously, in recent years, his injury record has been really poor, mm-hmm. but he's a top player. Even when he came back there, when they played Liverpool, he was really good. I think even going forward now, he's improved a lot. Mm-hmm. Defensively, obviously, brilliant. Uh, the Champions League run, he was unbelievable. Best, He got the best player in midfielder in Europe that season.
1: Um, no, was pro- he was probably the best midfielder in the world yeah, that he, year late. That
2: That finally got man of the match. Mm-hmm. He destroyed De Bruyne, let's be honest. Yeah. Um but like any club would take him Arsenal, Man United, Barcelona, Liverpool. I think Liverpool should go for him to replace Fabinho because Fabinho has been. I don't know what's happened to him because, again, he was one of the best defensive midfielders in the world and he has just fallen off, fallen off, off at the cliff. PSG is another shout uh, because they need a, a defensive mid as well. But I think if I used to choose a team for him to go to, it would be Liverpool.
1: He is a midfielder that is going to have no shortage of suitors yeah, mm-hmm. this this summer. Realistically, yes, you look at the injury record; it is shaky, but maybe it makes you sort of think. Because I remember the story coming out about Bowley sacking all of Chelsea's me- uh, medical mm-hmm. staff. You know, mm-hmm. it does sort of make you think. You know, if he goes to a club with world class facilities, could they get him match fit again? He's still only thirty two. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not old no, <laughs> by any not. by any means. You know, I think the same way we were talking about Gundawan a couple of players ago we're talking about Kante in this similar vein he still has years left in him Mm -hmm. Um, I'm interested to see where he goes I could see him playing in the Premier League yes but I do think that he's going to move out of the Premier League I think maybe it is time for him to step out go somewhere else and apply his trade somewhere else and I think um, a a club that Connors already mentioned PSG could could be the destination for him to be honest
0: yeah no I agree I agree I would love to see him at United best but I would love to see him at United because he's world class but I also think he's going to leave the Premier League. Um, I think, I would say PSG is probably his most likely destination. Mm-hmm. Where I would love to see him, and where I think he would actually be unbelievable, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch, is Real Madrid. I think, mm-hmm. if if I think honestly, if Casemiro had stayed at Real Madrid, Chiuamani would have been one of the best centre-defensive mids in the world in the next two years. And I think he still has that ability, but he doesn't have the guidance of a world-class centre-defensive mid anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you throw Kante into that team, imagine learning under someone you watched play in the World Cup winning team. Yeah, something like that there. I just think he would be brilliant for Real Madrid. But it, it's so weird, even though I see, and tell me if you agree. Even though we all know Kanté is one of the best midfielders in the world, like in his peak, did you do you ever like envision him playing for Real Madrid or something? That doesn't to me. It just doesn't seem like a fit.
1: No, see, to me, it and does seem like... Does it? A, it does see, I could, I could never imagine... I can see him imagine. in the white now.
0: No, I could see him in it now, but I've, I've, I have I've, could never imagine him like signing for Real Madrid. I could never, even when he left Leicester and went to Chelsea, I could never see him going to outside of the Premier League I could never see him going to like Barcelona or Real Madrid or anything like that well
1: when he left Leicester I did kind of think oh this could be a step too much for this guy Mm. but after the first season at Chelsea I was like no he's actually too good for Chelsea Mm. I always even thought he was too good for Chelsea to be honest I thought he belonged at one of the big boys like I thought he belonged at Real Madrid uh, to be honest so I'm just interested to see where he ends up now because look that is the question about him It's it's not his ability it's can he stay fit? Mm-hmm. And I think again, yeah, look, maybe a bit biased. I'd love to see him at United too, because it
0: surprised me we were linked to him last year.
1: If if him if you could interchange him and Casemiro game by game, you would you would lengthen Casemiro's career and lengthen Kante's career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have them for four years, for God's sake, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So um I, I just I I think it's I think it is just time to move on now to be honest and and I think PSG is probably where he's going to end up. I was up.
2: always shocked PSG didn't go from. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. At Chelsea, the one he won the league straight after, didn't he? Went yeah. to Leicester, won the league straight after, yeah. won the Champions League, won the FA Cup. Like he will be a club legend there as well. He's it's just because maybe he's not as flashy, you know, as these other yeah. players. Like he just does his job. And he, he's improving going forward. I think it was under who was it under like Tuchel or something. He was trying to play him in like a cam role. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't probably the best fit. But I do think PSG is maybe the best shout outside of the Premier League. But if Liverpool, he would fit in so well. He fit in well anywhere. Like, but
0: they're always playing him out of position. Like even Lampard, the eight had a front three of Gallagher,
1: Kante, and Sterling. Jesus well, Christ. under sorry, he actually did change from a CDM to more of like an eight. Yeah, mm. and that was actually probably his best. Mm-hmm. Performances, to be uh, honest, like I actually think he has developed from more of a six into more of an eight. So yeah.
0: he's got the engine for it, like
1: yeah, definitely. Look, I but I think if you dropped him back to six, he would actually get less injuries mm-hmm. because the position's not as strenuous. Yeah. Um, so I, I yeah. I'm just very interested to see where he ends up, but he's definitely not staying at Chelsea. No. Not a chance or Chelsea going he to be needs able to get out of He needs to get out of
2: there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Not, not, not a priority. to Chelsea keep Cante on next year. Good enough of them. <laughs> uh, the fourth player I'm going for is uh, one that we actually mentioned a little bit earlier, but he is uh, out of contract at uh, Borussia Dortmund this summer. That is Rafael Guerrero. Or Guerrero, sorry. Um, he has probably been one of the most consistent performers in Europe over the last six or seven years. To be honest, he never really seems to put a foot for, uh, put, put a foot wrong, and always seems to be amongst the goals too at, at Borussia Dortmund. So, um, the main club that he is actually being linked with at the minute is Wolves, shock, because he's Portuguese. Portuguese. Um, the club I'd like to see him at is Spurs, and the reason I say Spurs is I think uh, Perisic is not. A left back, nor is he a left wing back. But I think Guerrero at that left wing back position would be perfect for Tottenham. He's 29 years of age. So yes, he is maybe coming towards that wrong or back end of his career, not wrong end, sorry, that back end of his career. But I think for, as a left wing back, if Spurs could sort that defence out and get a few signings in over the summer, especially centre-backs, I think as a left wing back option, um, Guerrero would be absolutely fantastic there at the same time could I see him playing for Wolves too yeah I could and I think under Lapitagi he would definitely develop and grow I think one thing people have always said about him and and if you play FIFA um, like we do uh, I think loads of people would love to see him as a centre mid Mm. um, because he is a very all action sort of um, left back you know he can do the dog work he can do the defending but he does give you so much going forward that it would be very interesting to see him actually as like an 8 um, but I know this is not FIFA, you can't just whack a position modifier mm. on somebody and hope that they can play that position, but he has played centre mid for Dortmund before and didn't look out of place, so I think as a replacement for Neves at Wolves, as a, as a midfielder, or as a wing-back at Spurs, I think he would, he would suit either club, to be honest.
0: Good utility player. Yeah. Always always, always was known for being a good utility player. um he- Performs week in week out for Borussia Dortmund. He always performs for the Portuguese national team. Yeah, he deserves to go to a big club. Um, I could see him Spurs as well. Um, especially, I think he, to be honest, I think he would have excelled under Antonio Conte. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he would have done really well in that system. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes, and he deserves a top move as well. Probably his last big move of his career. Um, so yeah, plenty of suitors. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anytime I've seen him play for Dortmund or Portugal, he's just. He's a threat all the time. Yeah. As you said, he's versatile. He can play centre-mid. i soon seen he's played like left wing. He's played yeah. everywhere. Um, any of them clubs would be lucky to get him. Uh, but like under Spur- uh, at Spurs, under that five at the back system, I think he would have flourished. But I don't know if they're going to keep that. I keep to that you know, system, yeah. But he, he is a top player. And at 29 again, he's going to look a top, top club. And, you know, maybe Wolves will be a bit below his. Mm-hmm. But Laputegui is a top manager. So he could... Maybe get him, but I think Spurs will be a good shot. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, moving on to my last player. Um, so this is a player who, if mcyard was here, he'd be raving and raving and raving about. Um, he's a former striker of theirs. He's Moussa Dembele. Um, Dembele had a great start to his career and was a really, really sought-after 19-year-old when he was at Fulham. Um, started in, he, he played a couple of games for the French national team. Um, he then moved to Celtic. He played his best football there. Um, was always going to tear up the Scottish League, to tell you the truth. Um, got his move to Leon, Um I think it was £20 million they invested in him. Um, but now he's leaving on free. He had a, a loan spell at Ataco Madrid last year. Didn't really work out for him. But look, he's still only 26. He's been linked with the likes of... Is he? Yeah, he's 26, yeah. yeah. He's been linked with the likes of United and all in the past. He's not being linked with the massive, massive clubs now. Um, He's being linked with the likes of Brighton. He's being linked with Palace. He's being linked with a a return to Atletico Madrid, which I can't see happening, to be honest. Um, But look, 152 goals and 47 assists and 352 career appearances. It's not a bad record by any stretch. Um, But the club I would love to see him go to, the club I'd love to see him return to is Fulham. Fulham. Came through the ranks of Fulham. I would love to see him as Celtic, don't get me wrong, he would be unbelievable for Celtic, but that's not realistic at this moment in time. Um, but I'd love to see him return to Fulham. I think they need a proper striker to, to compete with uh, Alexander Mitrovic. Um I think Carlos Vinicius, don't get me wrong, he actually has had a decent season, um, but he's not, he's not the man that they should be looking for, especially if they are to progress from their performances this season and maybe push further towards Conference League football and European football um, and I think Moussa Bello would be a, a great addition to the Fulham squad much like you said about Ward-Prowse um, last week I just think he makes them better so why would you not go for him it's a realistic target to go for he knows the club and um, and I think, yeah, just for the romance of it as well, I would like to see him back at Fuller.
1: Yeah, I, I can't disagree with anything you've said there, to be honest, Oren. I think you've sort of hit the nail on the head. Uh, the only one, or the only club I would throw in as maybe a bit of a spanner into the mix is just if Tony left Brentford this summer, I think he would be a good option for Brentford too. Look, he, he, he has proven over his career that he can score goals, okay, in recent seasons, maybe not to the same levels, mm-hmm. but... I do think there's still a player in there. I didn't realise he was still only 26, yeah, only 26 to be honest. Still, I thought you, you were going to say 29 yeah. or 30. Mm-hmm. It feels like he's just been around for ages. Um, so, yeah, I think a 26 to be able to go in for him and, and get him on a free would be a really smart option for Fulham. Um, similarly, yes, like I said, to Ward-Price to uh, next week definitely makes him stronger. Mitrovic always goes through patches of injury or banned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I think, yes, much better option to have uh, is Moussa Dembele than than Vinicius. Although, yeah, Vinicius has been all right this year. Um, But I think whoever Dembele goes to, I'm I'm just interested to see how his career goes. Mm -hmm. I always thought he was going to be one of the top strikers in Europe. I really did, because he had all the attributes of a top striker. It's just never really worked out for him yet. So who knows? Maybe he goes to the Premier League and can have a good goal-scoring season. And maybe people start talking about Mister Dembele again. I
2: hope so. No, definitely. It would be good to see him back in the Premier League. I've seen he he done all right last year. like 20 goals, but this year he's really struggled. Yeah. At Atletico, he struggled as well. Yeah. But there's a top player in there. We've seen it at Celtic as well. We would have seen it. Um, and, you know, any of them teams would be lucky to get him and see Villa in for him. Mm-hmm. But Fulham is probably more realistic. Because yeah. Villa obviously have Ollie Watkins and maybe they'll, God knows, they have a lot of money and a great manager. So, love to see him at like a Fulham back at Fulham. Still, young, like you think like 26, front, eh? 26, like he could still, yeah. you know, again, we were talking there, like maybe he hasn't even had his prime yet, exactly. so... It would definitely be worth the risk, free transfer as well. Yeah, it might as well. No, yeah. risk yeah. no risk at all.
1: No risk. No, there is no risk yeah. involved in it. Like he already knows the club. Yeah. yeah. And I can't imagine his wages are going to be ridiculous. To mm-hmm. be honest,
2: no, because in the French league they don't really.
1: I uh, they don't pay they don't all pay that Don't pay as highly. much, so on especially
2: the... being out of form. Yeah, exactly. Demand. Yeah. Wages. It could be a steal. We could look back and be like, "How did they get him? Yeah. yeah. You know, but it was just because he dipped. Yeah. So, so drastically. Here, so yeah. Kind of like yeah. You know. He's no. made two Premier League appearances, isn't he? in his career?
1: Look, it's interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. It would be good to see how he, how he fits. The yeah. only thing that worries me is Edward is the other striker that's come from Celtic to the Premier League. Again, French striker too. I actually thought Edward was maybe not as impressive as Moussa Dembele at Celtic. Maybe Owen would disagree with me. I don't know. I always thought... I
0: personally wouldn't. I, I would say Dembele was better than,
1: than So yeah. see, so. Even though
0: Edward was class. Yeah but you see Scotty Sinclair and, and, and Dembele Dembele yeah. was like more on yeah.
1: better yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. so I don't think he would struggle as much in the Premier League as Eddoward and don't get me wrong I have been shocked at how poor Edward has been in the I Premier League I think yeah. that's
0: different scenarios though as well like he went straight from Celtic yeah. this is a player who went and played in Europe he's, yeah. played, he's played in the Champions League scored the goal to put City out of the Champions yeah, League a that's couple true. of years ago that's, true. that's true two goals he scored two goals he came off the bench and scored two goals well, whatever he did, he came off the bench and he, he scored the goal to, to put City out of the Champions League. Like Edward came straight from Celtic. Yeah. And went straight into the Premier League, mm-hmm. and that's difficult. Yeah. I think coming back at 26, having a bit of experience in Europe, top league in, in France, a top team in France, a top team in Spain. Yeah. Didn't work out in Spain, that's fine, yeah. but he's got the experience. And I think he would maybe be more adjusted to the Premier League now when he's a bit more mature as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely. It is very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting.
2: Dorman, final one? So final one is Lerma, who plays for Bournemouth. Maybe not as flashy as some of these other players, but he has played very well this season. Bournemouth, obviously, are going to stay in the Premier League, but he's out of contract. He came from Levante for like £20 million. Yeah. Um He can also play right back, but he's like five goals this season. Obviously, he played really well at the weekend. Uh, good CDM. I think, again, it's like Liverpool need a CDM. Like any team, basically in that bottom 10 that stays up he'd be a steal mm-hmm. you know you think about it like a Leicester and Didi what's going to happen to him is he going to leave this summer or because he is really dipped in performance mm. he'd be a good replacement for him even like a Forest or even like a West Ham who will lose race we'll I lose think race, yeah. so I actually think West Ham would be a good option for him because if they lose race again we're just doing this like you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. but I think West Ham he's good he's good all around he's good defensively can also score a goal or two yep. he's a threat Um from set pieces so I think any team would be lucky to get him and obviously he's been one of Bournemouth's best players Yeah, Berlin and Solanke have been their top players players. so he's really stood out for me this season and I think West Ham would be a good, really good fit. Yeah.
1: I'm actually surprised that Bournemouth haven't tried to get this maybe sorted yeah. sooner because um, it wouldn't shock me if he stayed at Bournemouth mm-hmm. either but yeah. I totally agree with you, Connor. I don't think he's good enough quite yet to be, to play for one of the big boys yeah. um, and I don't think he will be good enough to play for one of the big boys but definitely this season for Bournemouth he has impressed um, as... I think the the one thing I've been really impressed with about him is he's managed to keep his uh, disciplinary record in check this season because he was always a stalwart to get sent off.
0: Do you remember when he first came in and he got like four yellow cards and a red card his first five appearances Like He he just loved
1: the crunch (laughs) boys but he seems to have that under control now. Um, Look, I, I think for Bournemouth it would be a big loss. If they Definitely. lost Lerma, because he has been a, a really good player for them, um, but any of those teams sort of down in, in that bottom ten are going to look at him and think, "This is somebody we can pick up and and can hopefully keep us in the Premier League." So yep. I agree, Connor. I think Lerma is very very good, and I think any of those clubs sort of in around that bottom that sort of bottom ten this season would would do well to to, to purchase him.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think he's quite big, quite good enough for the top level clubs but middle of the table towards the bottom of the table yeah 100% I think he'd fit in at Fulham I think he'd fit in honestly I think he'd fit in at Brentford I think he he wouldn't look out of place there he'd do a job for them Um, he's got Premier League experience he was one of the best players in the Championship as well Bournemouth when they went down so he's look he came for 20 million there was no reason nobody I would say nobody expected Jefferson Lerma to stay with Bournemouth when they went to the Championship but he showed his loyalty and he went down to the Championship with them he fought hard got back to the Premier League and now he's performing on a consistent basis yeah. for Bournemouth mm-hmm. like at Bournemouth's level. Um so yeah, he would definitely be,
2: he's twenty eight, so it's worth the risk. Hundred percent. For C D M as well. For
0: C D M.
1: Yeah, definitely And I think for me, I think maybe what they're looking at now is maybe he didn't sign a contract because Bournemouth were gonna go down. And I think at 28, he thought, look, I'm still good enough to play in the Premier League. Well, it but wouldn't me, surprise
0: it, me if he's still at Bournemouth. And that's the sure. thing. And
1: if Bournemouth stay up, maybe he goes, do you know what? I, I'm just going to sign a contract. I'm going to yeah. stay here. Um, so who knows? But I agree with you, Connor. I think any of those, t- those sides in the bottom 10 and, and towards the middle of the table would yeah. definitely be interested. Yeah, in um, and my final uh, transfer and the final transfer of this episode is Adama Traore. Of course, we all know him. Wolves is big, muscly man mm-hmm. um, who's incredibly quick. Um, but has no end product <laughs> is available on a free transfer this summer um, so the, the side that he's been linked with the most at the minute is Paris Saint-Germain um, which I'm actually quite shocked <laughs> oh, at them. Yeah. Um, but the side that I, I would actually like to see Adama Traore go to is Atletico Madrid I think under that regimented system of Simeone, I think he would really, really perform at a side like Atletico. And I think Simeone would be the type of manager to get the best out of him. Um, Look, like I just said there, I made a joke about it, but he is notorious for not being able to finish his dinner um, or be able to put a ball into the box with any sort of conviction. But listen, he's still 25. There is still a player there, I think he can go to one of those sides and not look out of place Um, look I think the one thing we would all agree on lads is that when it comes to actually dribbling and beating a man there probably isn't much better than him in the Premier League of course it is just the end product that always comes into question but I could see the likes of Atletico Madrid and Simeone looking at Adama Traore and thinking this is somebody we can work with here
0: oh it would be a brilliant option like like Usually, no I do like Gadometsuori, and I do agree that he doesn't have the end product. But he's a very, very versatile player. Mm-hmm. He can play all over the place for you. He literally will play anywhere, for, anywhere for you. Like was it last season or two seasons ago, whenever him and him had that big link, he was playing right back. He was playing right wing back, right wing the left, left wing striker. Monset, he scored two goals. Scored two goals. Yeah, At striker.
1: Yeah, and striker. Yeah.
0: he's just he's a very, very versatile player. I think he does a job for even like we said about Larma. I think he does a job for any of them teams. You know, just outside the, the, the top six mm-hmm. and middle and towards the end of the table. Wouldn't surprise me, I know I'm talking a lot about returns, wouldn't surprise me if he went back to Aston Villa under mm-hmm. Um I think he yeah, do a good sure. job there. But then again, you do have to think, oh, these clubs got rid of these players for a reason. You never know. But wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if he went back there um, under the new manager. But yeah, I can't disagree. I think he, we talked about it last night. I think he would do really, really well under Diego Simmely.
2: No, I totally agree. Atletico could be a good shout. It's just obviously his end product. Um, Seen like the last, like he's played like 90 Premier League games the last three years. He's five assi- or five goals, two assists.
1: That's, nice. That's horrendous. It's not great. At like he's
2: so <laughs> like when you watch him, sometimes he came on at half time against Man United, and for like 15 minutes he looked like a world beater. Mm. You're like, how are we going to stop this lad? And then he just disappears. And it's just his end product as well. Obviously, their Wolves haven't got a striker, so you can maybe say that as well. When Jimenez was there, he was linking really Always well with him. Up. And he has played like right wing back and all yeah. before. So, I think Atletico Madrid, somewhere he can go to improve. Because the talent's are He went back to Barcelona. I was actually surprised he came back to Wolves again. I he thought he was going to leave. For Barcelona, because so. he went to Barcelona and he played okay. And yeah. yeah, I yeah. like him okay. So, I was kind of like, him and going to stay. I thought he was going yeah. to stay there. Um, but then that shows as well, he, the Spanish football could suit him. Because he played could. well when he got there. So, Atletico Madrid. Again, it's just end product. Yeah, and at Atletico Madrid maybe he'll help him because we've seen like players like when Trippier went out there, how much he's improved, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and he's versatile as well. He could play him in any position. Yeah, you can play him as like a right back, really. 100%. Oh, you one hundred percent. right back. Close. He's strong. He's got the pace. He's skillful. Yeah, he's a, he is a really good player. It's just like some maximums. same kind of player, isn't he? He's just so frustrating to watch. you yeah. must tear the heart watching him because you're like you have all the talent there. It's just the end product.
0: But that's why he'd be good for Atletico, especially because their best midfielder, in my opinion, is Marcus Lurante, and he's been playing yeah, right back for right them. Back, yeah. So if they had an Amateur Ore and had Marcus Lurante back playing in midfield, yeah. Atletico Madrid could be back. Proof.
1: Yeah, they could. They well could. Well, look, that'll do it for this episode anyway, folks. Thank you very much for listening. As always, you can find us on the Powerless Sports app. That's P R L Y Sports. Uh, you can also follow us at Bottom Bins Pod on Twitter instagram and tiktok as well we have a new youtube channel uh our youtube shorts channel where we upload uh, regular daily content up there and um, we are going to have more content coming in in the next few weeks just because we're our sort of finished exams now we're getting the last of our coursework done and then it's fully into the bottom bins, bottom bins for for on. over the summer. So yes, for the next few week, for the next few weeks, guys, do expect two episodes a week. Um, we are going to be doing more of these kind of lists um, as episodes uh, now because they seem to be going quite well and quite successful. And yeah, to be honest, about, like, they're actually fun to sit down and do the research for as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think you get a few surprises when you're looking at looking down through. It a pleasure talk about.
0: I yeah. would never dream about talking about Bobby Firmino. Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, but.
2: Do you know? But nice you did to it go today, and look yeah. Like what, what he's done, and have a bit, yeah. a bit of debate as well, like a yeah. and things like that. exactly. You know, and the fans obviously can give us opinions. Of what exactly, they exactly, happen. exactly. And
1: look at some of the boys that do that into the podcast. Do give regular opinions on it anyway. So I'm sure they they all they can't <laughs> wait for the next one because they're like, right, what shade are they going to talk <laughs> this week? <laughs> Um, so look guys thank you very much for listening um, to all our recent episodes we had an episode out on uh, Wednesday there so please go and give it a listen it's our most regular up to date Premier League episode and as always keep it bottom bins keep it it bottom bins